0: Visit roberthalf.com today. Hello, everybody. Happy Christmas Eve. We have an emergency podcast here on Lasso, and I'm joined by my man, Jonathan Johnson. And JJ, I will let you take it away and let us know these huge news from Europe.
1: Yeah, uh, great to great to be on, as always. Thomas Tuchel sacked by PSG. Maurizio Pochettino expected to take over. So a bit of a surprise considering that PSG thrashed Strasbourg uh, last night. Uh, but the former PSG captain is now expected to come in and, and take over for, from him. You know, it's been just over two and a half years that, that Tuchel has been in charge uh, of PSG. Obviously led them to the Champions League final last season. Uh, you know, but it's not been a happy ship. Uh, so far this season uh, PSG have already lost four times uh, in Ligue 1 uh, they only just managed to finish top of their Champions League group after an almighty scare uh, up against the likes of Manchester United RB Leipzig Istanbul Basik Uh, you know so Tuchel is going to be leaving uh, six months before the end of uh, of his contract and it's uh, Maurizio Pochettino who
0: has been chosen uh, to replace him and lead PSG into a new era. You mentioned, let's focus first on Thomas uh, Tujo for a second, because uh, in your piece, you can now read it on CBSports.com, of course, uh, along with Fabrizio Romano. There's also, you know, there was that radio interview that he did ahead of the Strasbourg game, basically uh, discussing his frustrations with the club, feeling like he was more of a uh, director instead of a manager. And when you manage somebody big as PSG, it can be difficult. Do you think that was the final nail in the coffin? Did he already know his destiny? What do you think?
1: I do think that in a certain to a certain extent he he has been aware uh, of his fates for for quite some time I think he's known uh, you know, for a while now that his contract wasn't going to be extended. There's almost sort of been a bit of a sense of fatalism these last couple of months surrounding Tuchel whenever he's spoken with the press, uh, you know, about the future. It's almost like he was resigned to the fact that he wouldn't be continuing as as PSG coach and he was just basically keeping the chair warm for, for somebody else to come in and replace him. I mean, those quotes uh, to Sport 1 in Germany were interesting in the build-up to the, the Strasbourg match, particularly the, the timing of it but it's not just that the you know it, it, that's not the the straw that broke the the camel's back so to speak There's been, you know, a long standing tension now between Tuchel and Leonardo, the the PSG sporting director. Uh, And I think that this is just one of a number of examples where he's, you know, sort of challenging the club, but, you know, also challenging Leonardo, who essentially has the the, the final say over all sporting matters since his return. Uh, And I, I think it, you know, again, it was just a reflection of the fact that he, didn't see his future at PSG we know that he's been linked with Manchester United uh, in recent weeks uh, you know looking at what he was uh, what he was saying uh, it seemed like he he'd grown tired uh, of of being at PSG uh, and it wasn't only in those quotes where you could sense that you could also see uh, you know sort of the way he was uh, on the pitch not as animated as he as he used to be uh, and also the way that the players just weren't responding to him in the same way that they used to
0: yeah. Before we move to Pochettino, uh, just one final question to you about Tuhole. You know, uh, you talked about his dissatisfaction for a while now. It's not exactly a surprise to him, I guess, or even Leonardo on the board. Uh, he won two Liga titles, uh, a Coupe de France, uh, a Coupe de la Ligue, uh, one Trophée des Champions uh, during his spell. But I don't know, JJ, how would you evaluate, conclude his tenure? Because to me, it really never made sense. I just, he, Tuho is too much of a, for lack of a word, word, pragmatist as a manager. And I feel like PSG needed somebody a little bit more, I guess, determinant when it comes to evaluating, not just the strategy, but just the star power that this club has. I mean, I think the the one thing the, that I can say with, with Pochettino now
1: coming in is that the thing that always kind of felt missing with Tuchel was having that sort of link with, with PSG. I think when PSG moved on from Unai Emery, they, they almost needed somebody who had a stronger link with the club than Tuchel. But let's not forget that, that Pochettino was still in uh, the the Tottenham job at the time. So going for him at that moment. Uh, And and he's been thought of very highly by the PSG hierarchy for a long period of time. It's not just since Tuchel has come in, Uh, you know, PSG have had their eye on his progress for some time, you know, Pochettino himself has has talked up the the job and it kind of, it kind of felt like Tuchel was the best of the other available candidates out there. He wasn't quite the right fit for PSG uh, and what they needed and what they wanted at the time. And yes, to, to a certain extent, I I totally agree with what you're saying in that it didn't feel like uh, the, a fully natural fit. But also at the same time, you know, let's let's give Tuchel the credit that he deserves here. He's the first coach of the, the Qatari era who's led PSG, you know, to where they want to be in the Champions League all the way to the final. It's it's not quite uh, as cut and dried, uh, you know. Sort of the analysis of, of his time in charge, uh, you know. Obviously, he 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 was in charge of the team at the time of COVID as well. So some of those, uh, you know, that that one of those league and titles, you know, was was basically gifted to PSG. It wasn't completely uh, won on the pitch with the season being completed. You know, it was ended prematurely, uh, and it's you know there, there's a lot to take into account uh, when, when assessing Thomas Tuchel's time in, in charge of PSG. But I would say that the one thing that PSG have lacked when it comes to the, to the coach for quite a while now is somebody who has um, previously with, with PSG. And to be bringing in somebody who's not only a former player, but is a former captain of the team, uh, and has said in the past, uh, you know, now that he's he's moved into management, that he wants the job at some point. You know, I think that is a a big game changer for for PSG. You know, it's it's a it's an appointment that's going to go down well with the fan base, particularly given the way that that all wore out his
0: welcome towards the end of his time at Parc des Princes. Yeah. And now let's focus on Mauricio Pochettino. As you mentioned, a former captain, somebody that has a, a true, strong relationship with PSG. I We've talked about it, JJ, for a while. I've always thought that Pochettino deserves uh, one of three clubs. I felt Manchester United would have been good for him. I even felt Real Madrid would have been good for him. But PSG, obviously, was another one. And you mentioned, of course, about the relationship. But also, I think it's important, and I would love to know what you think in terms of this, there's a huge South American influx of, of South American uh, star talent in the starting 11. And Argentinian, of course, you know, the Maria um, and Icardi, et cetera, et cetera. But also, most importantly, out of everything, I think, it's just the Pochettino way, I feel, will really fit the PSG system. I think it's time for all these players, your name, your Mbappé, to just go all out and sort of kill themselves. There's a Bielsa-esque, Uh, identity to Pochettino, and I think it's going to fit nicely. How do you see his introduction when it happens? Of course, as we're taping, it's not official yet, but maybe it will be by the time you listen to this. But by the time Pochettino's in there taking care of business, how do you see this, especially a very tasty Champions League matchup against Barcelona?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so much to look forward to already about the the proposed uh, Pochettino era. Uh, you, like you said, there's a large uh, South American c- contingent already in the squad. There's the the rumours linking PSG with a possible move for Lionel Messi, uh, you know, and there's this uh, you know there, there's this sort of vibrance that surrounds Pochettino as well. I mean, let's look at the PSG project on face value and 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 Pochettino and his his reputation uh, on the on the coaching market. He is an up-and-coming coach. Yes, there's obvious criticisms of him in that he hasn't won any major silverware yet. But, you know, he is widely regarded as the, you know, the future of the the profession, along with uh, other young tacticians, the likes of Julian Nagelsmann at, at RB Leipzig. So I I think that's a very interesting fit with PSG, the dynamic that they're going for, because PSG, I mean, Leonardo, the sporting director, said it publicly a couple of months ago when he did a a question and answer session. He wants to convince the the current players in the squad that PSG are the team of the future by bringing in the guy who's regarded as the, the coach of the future, that is a, a big statement of intent, uh, I feel. Like I said earlier, it kind of felt like everything had gone a bit stale uh, under Tuckle, You know, there are some players who obviously recognise that they weren't necessarily a part of his key plans. Uh, and, you know, I think that there was a it It, it was the performances were underwhelming towards the end of his time in charge. They, they occasionally raised their game. Uh, in the, the Champions League. And there's obvious complications as well with the current situation with COVID uh, and the ridiculous schedule that we were just chatting about with uh, our good friend Jimmy Conrad the other day uh, and how it's running the players into the ground. you know. But also it didn't really feel like the players were as invested in, in Tuchel as they uh, were in the past. And now to bring in somebody with you know a lot of new energy, somebody who's said publicly that he's very hungry to get back into the management game, you know, I think this is exactly the tonic that PSG need in a season where they're not having things their own way. I mean, look at the league on table at the moment; they're not top going into Christmas, which is something that they're unfamiliar with. Uh, they've made the worst start to a season under Qatari ownership. Uh, you know, so this is, uh, you know, it it it's a new energy for PSG. I mean, there's shades of of the very early days under the Qataris. Where Leonardo wielded the axe uh, and sacked Antoine Gombouari to bring in Carlo Ancelotti, then you know that was another festive period uh, managerial sacking. Uh, and it you know it feels like it's come at the right moment for PSG because they've soldiered on as best as they could. Uh, you know, but when you take into account everything that there's been going on the last couple of months, uh, you know, it, it just felt like. Tuchel's position was becoming more and more untenable, uh, you know, and they now have somebody who's coming in who's primed, uh, you know, to 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 lead PSG over the second part of this season and into the future, uh, you know, and will obviously. Uh, you know, have a bit of time now to, 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 to find his feet, to get the players prepared and, and you know, to focus on that Champions League clash uh, with Barcelona, which obviously will see him return to, to Catalonia as, uh, as Pochettino was formerly coach of Espanyol at the very beginning of his managerial career.
0: Finally, JJ, I have to ask, I, and I just, you know, obviously this is just conjecture, but, you know, with Pochettino entering the frame here, I'm wondering what the summer of 2021 will be for PSG in terms of player acquisitions. Does this mean maybe that Lionel Messi becomes a little bit closer to PSG than Man City or staying at Barcelona? Does this mean that maybe Harry Kane could be tempted to leave Tottenham and join Pochettino once again, or maybe even Hugh Ming's son? So many different types of narratives. Do you think that any of them have become closer to reality as now that Maurizio Pochettino uh, is set to become the manager of PSG?
1: It's possible. I mean, I think anything is possible at this moment in time, you know, we will have to see what PSG's capabilities are like in terms of transfers, both in January uh, and next summer, you would assume that the finances will still be quite tight uh, because of the, the, the current situation with COVID, you know, but you can't rule anything out. I mean, I'd say in the immediate term, Interesting possible, uh, you know, transfers for PSG. Uh, you know, sort of linked with with Pochettino in the past uh, is somebody like Christian Eriksen at Inter Milan. We already know that he's going to be moved on by the Italians, if at all possible, in this coming transfer window. PSG would have liked to have added uh, a bit more creativity in the last transfer window. They weren't able to, uh, and it's difficult to imagine any big club doing. Any real big business uh, in the in in the winter window, but somebody like Ericsson, you know, I don't think will be of the, the same sort of level in terms of uh, in in terms of finances, uh, you know, as as he would have been a couple of years ago when uh, when he was with Spurs. So that's definitely one that that I think people should be keeping an eye on in the next couple of weeks, and then we'll see how the. Uh, you know, how the situation in Paris changes over the coming months. Uh, we've had uh chairman and CEO Nasser al halafi uh, coming out and saying publicly that he's very confident that PSG are going to be able to extend the contracts of both Neymar and Mbappe. You'd imagine that PSG, the, the majority of PSG's uh economic efforts will be going towards uh you know tying those two down to to, to longer deals. Uh, and and pochettino making a good impression is is going to be key in that so there's so many moving parts to uh you know what this the, this this proposed union between the two uh you know could, could possibly bring about you know could it result in messi coming to Parc des princes it's you know it's too early to say at this moment in time but i don't think anything uh could be ruled out you know it does really feel like the the beginning of a uh, of a new era uh, for PSG uh, and one that obviously they will hope, uh, you know, is glittering and, uh, you know, decorated with a lot of silverware. So it's, uh, it, it's an exciting time uh, around the club after, you know, a f- you know, quite a few months now of, of, of tedium, of, of boredom because of the the way that the team are performing on the pitch, the results not quite being at the height of the, the expectations. Uh, and I, I think that any transfer, you know, like uh, of, the, of the caliber of somebody like a Lionel Messi would have to wait until the summer. Same goes for a Harry Kane, uh, uh, Song Hu Min as well. Uh, it's, you know, I, I think all of those are transfers that will probably be speculated upon for, for the next six months or so. And then we'll, we'll see what sort of position PSG are in, in terms of transfers uh, by the time we reach the end of this season.
0: Well, whatever happens, the narrative is set for 2021 and PSG and exciting times ahead, of course, as Mauricio Pochettino, the 47-year-old manager from Argentina, former Tottenham and Espanol coach, takes over, ready to take over uh, with the big, big French club. Jonathan Johnson, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, as always, for having me
1: on, my friend. Merry Christmas and look forward to getting back on with you very soon.